Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's like, all right, let's get to the playoffs. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and on 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. And now, <laughs> what's up? It's Gabe. Uh, I got about an hour left here, man, hanging out with you guys. Don't forget, if you live in the Northwest Burbs, you got to come hang out with me and Mark Grody. We are going to be at Offside Sports Bar and Grill in Woodstock Thursday. 7 to 10 p.m. Now, I've done a handful of these, both with Mark Grody and Anthony Heron. It's a good time, man. First of all, here's the the biggest difference between appearances that I've done in the last 15 years at B96 and the appearances here at 670 The Score. What's that? B96, I show up. I got two promo people, some giveaways. Ja, that's it. Like you got like a little table set up or anything? A little table set up. Okay. Done. And it's, and it's like a six-footer. Not even. It's like a four-footer. Doesn't even have a B96 uh, <laughs> cloth on it. It's just like a black cloth. Like a dick. Oh, like not even a Dick Sporting Goods one? No, no, no. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's ratchet. It's busted up. It's just a blanket. <laughs> I do my job. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I show up, do my thing. First time I go to do one of these appearances for the Miller Lite Top Draft Show, bro, I feel like I'm on an ESPN set. Every time I see the pictures, you guys it's, it's have like, like a whole thing set up. It's like a whole, like a, 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 a desk that's like has like light up lights on it. It's, it's just so like cool. This whole thing. I'm like, bruh, where did you guys find this in the in the budget? And then the first thing I see when I go to the top Miller Lite top draft that you can see if you show up on Thursday, 7 to 10, me and Mark Grody, they have a name placard for me, like a nameplate. Like if. Like if I'm a boss at a at a, at a at a if I'm a vice president at a station they they got my name on there. I've been I I started working at B96 in 2008. I've been doing appearances for 14 years. Never, and they never gave you a placard. What? <laughs> what? You kidding me? Then the best part about doing appearances at 670 the score versus other stations they pay for my food. They got like one of these company cards where they're like, yeah, 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 just whatever, order whatever you want. And let me tell you something. I'd be sold at that point. Easy sell. Anthony Heron does not hold back. I hope he's listening right now. 
he'll he'll be like like I'll go to order you know my my entree you know I'll be like yeah just give me like a salad or something and he's like is that for the app or is that your main main dish because Ant will get an app his main dish and then his own dessert dude if it's free I take full advantage of that I know you're right it's like if I'm gonna <laughs> now. Get- are you guys allowed to drink on it too, or they give you free drinks? Too? I mean, it is the Miller Light Top Draft Show. You have to drink Miller Light. To be very fair, it is like so. The thing is, here, here's the other thing. So, throughout the season, throughout the Bears season, I also have done Bears post game on Fox 32. Myself, oh, yeah. Corey Wooten, and what we do is the Miller Light Bruin View. Bears, you see, right? So we do the Miller Light Bruin View. And here at 670, the score, a different employer, we do the Miller Lite top draft shows. So these Miller Lite reps, I've now seen them time and time again, right? Okay. So they know me. So now it's it's no longer like, hey, how's it going? It's like, Gabe, you want a Miller Lite? You want a bucket? You know, that's that's how they're operating. They're like, do you want a bucket? And I'll just be like, you know, I'll wait till like there's an hour left in the show. Uh Because like one Miller Lite, two Miller Lights, I mean, they're not doing it. You're okay. It's water. Yeah, basically. Delicious water. I was going to say, don't. don't, don't <laughs> you're promoting the delicious. show. You I, can't. Said delicious. <laughs> I said delicious. I said delicious. <laughs> the most delicious, by the way. Um. So, yeah, Thursday. It's not natural light. 7 to 10. Offside sports bar and grill. You know what? If, you've, if you're listening and you've been there before, I would love for you to text in and tell me something about the bar. Like, just any experiences, just so I can know what to expect. Because I haven't been out to Woodstock. It's Gabe Ramirez. Going to Woodstock. 670 the score. <laughs> Not none at all. Uh, but the text line is 312-644-6767. If you've been to Offsides, throw a little text out there just so I can read uh, what you guys have experienced so far. And then if you have any thoughts, man, on the Bears, on the Bulls, feel free to shoot those in too because this is an interactive show. We're by myself for three hours. Let me read some of the text messages that came in. Um, oh, a guy earlier who I said uh, – Cody Decker is on the station a lot because he thought that I was saying that, but he brought up the fact that Cody Decker did play with us one time, and he did. Yeah, and I heard you guys tried to get uh, – they tried to call you out for cheating. Because uh, not cheating. I was playing left field. Cody Decker was playing center field. And, you know, you don't expect somebody to come out of their shell like that, but some dude had said something like, oh, you had to bring in a ringer. And this is while Cody and I were playing right next to each other. Uh-huh. And Cody looks at the dude. He's like, shut the F up, man. I'm one for three today. It doesn't matter if I did And I was like, oh, damn. Cody Decker shares my hot-headedness. This is, this is fantastic. That is fantastic. It was great seeing him. He can't him. even say he anything. Was, He's an Odyssey employee. It counts. Yeah. But in a casual, fun radio station softball league, you probably shouldn't have a former Major League Baseball player. But hey, the guy flew he went, he went from LA. Th- yeah, I get it. He went one for three, but the one hit that he did have was a, a rocket. So that was cool. I saw the replay on that one. That was good. Uh, some other text messages that that are coming in. Um, some of the two two four making fun of Zach Levine being a max player. He is a max player. There's no doubt about it. You can't you can't slice and dice that up any other way. He is one of the most elite players in the NBA. Granted, you haven't seen enough from him this year. If, if you're complaining about him, that is. For me, it, it seems out just fine. Uh, but without a doubt, he's a max player. 773 says, this year's more frustrating. Without Lonzo, the Bulls should still be at 500. They don't play defense. They lack two-way players. Plus, they lose inexcusably to trash teams like the Rockets. Great point. They should be at 500 at the very least. 
I, I want to try to help change the narrative that the Bulls don't play defense. They just don't play it consistently for four quarters at a high level, I should say. No, you, you'd see it like one game here and there, and then it's kind of, you, they lost it. Even within game. a game, Tyler, even within a game, there, yeah. there, there, there are moments of excellence, and then there are moments of frustration, and that really what, what adds up to just a poor performance um, defensively, but not all the way around. I don't want to say that the Bulls aren't playing good defense. Uh, from the 6-3-0, they're a good team, except for the fact that they're not physical enough. Did mention that. Terrible three-point sh- shooting team. True. I can't believe the fans, other than that, they're not that bad. Uh, last one, they brought back the same lineup with some additions and subtractions, and they could, they could be the eight seed or miss the playoffs when the season started. And that was true. A lot of perspectives out there had them winning just 41 games. From the 3-3-1, this is the last one I'll read. Uh, do you think this is a prove-it year for Billy Donovan? <laughs> I know you probably haven't caught the headline or the, the the stories, but he just signed an extension, so he, he's here for a little longer. <laughs> he don't need to prove he don't need to prove anything at that place. All right, uh, let's talk about the NFL again. Coming up, uh, probably about less than ten minutes, we got Clay Harbor coming on to talk about the Bears and, of course, what's going around in the NFL. But just wanted to give you a quick just update on what the playoffs are looking like right now. You know, both number one seeds pretty much locked at this point with Kansas City and Philadelphia. Um, if you're looking at um, the records, you know, if Kansas City wins Sunday, they lock that in. Uh, obviously, Buffalo with that issue, uh, you know, sitting at the number two seed of their game being, you know, just outright canceled. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Because what if? Oh man, I don't even want. Why, why, I don't even want to talk about this. What a terrible situation to be in. If Kansas City loses, and then Buffalo wins their ne- their next game, and then they're still a. Uh, that's not for me to discuss. Anyway. Um, so Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Jacksonville, of all teams, sitting there at, as their division leaders. Jacksonville with a tough game against Tennessee. If Tennessee wins that game, they actually make it to the playoffs. Even though Jacksonville sitting at 8-8 eight and eight and Tennessee's at 7-9, and nine, they'll have a better head-to-head record, and therefore they'll take that spot. Your three wild-card spots in the AFC, Chargers, Baltimore, New England currently. New England holding on to that last spot with Miami and Pittsburgh hovering right behind them. Isn't it amazing what Mike Tomlin does year in and year out? Like, you think they have a trash team, and then all of a sudden, they're not in the playoffs, but they always find a way to try to make it. Like, when Big Ben had his last year in the playoffs right there. But New England's sitting there currently. And if you go over to the NFC, like I mentioned, Philadelphia sitting at the one seed. San Fran and Minnesota tied up for two and three with with a 12 and four record. And Tampa Bay eking into the playoffs with that 8-8 eight and eight as the final division leader uh, behind New Orleans. And then your three wild card spots, Dallas, Giants, and Seattle. Isn't that crazy? That sounds so weird. The Giants? This has been a very, very weird season. And it's funny. They weren't even supposed to make the playoffs like a two-week or two ago, and then all of a sudden they just they nailed it. 9-6-1 and one already in, locking that spot up. The last spot in the NFC still remains to be locked in. It belongs to the Seattle Seahawks currently. Man, Geno Smith, you know, when you get – look at what's happened to their running back room. I mean, they had so many injuries. Uh-huh. If you look at, you know, even throughout the year, you know, Tyler Lockett and DK missed some games. Geno Smith, I mean, dude, they get to the playoffs. Not that he should be the most valuable player, but he should get avo. You would say, like, are you talking about Geno Smith? Yeah. You think – I would say at least most improved for sure. Okay, most improved. Yeah, that's – I would say I would say that should be a lock. Dude, but eight and eight if they make the playoffs. Like when you're talking about 
the definition of most valuable player. Like where you would fall off from if he, that person was not on your team. If, they were projected to be like one of the worst teams yes. in the league. Yes. And look, he's playing better than Russell Wilson. I was going to say Easily. Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Easily. So it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be a fun last week because there's still some positioning to be had there. I mean, obviously, Philadelphia needs to win one more game before they clinch the division over Dallas. So that that's going to be interesting. Uh, like we mentioned, Minnesota taking on the Bears. That's going to be interesting. San Fran. I mean, still, still a lot of parity out there. Uh, in the NFL, and we'll get an opportunity to see that play out on Sunday. Um, so to discuss, to continue that discussion, though, and to talk about what these playoffs look like and what this last game of the season looks like for the Chicago Bears, we get to talk to Clay Harbor. He joins us next. What will he have to say about the Chicago Bears? We'll find out after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez live on your evenings right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and on 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Hanging out with you for another 40 minutes or so right here on 670 The Score. It is Gabe Ramirez. And now we get to bring in nine-year NFL veteran, also co-host of the Bare Minimum podcast. He's joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. He is none other than Clay Harbor. Clay, what's up, man? Good to talk to you again. Oh, good to talk to you guys. I'm good, man. Uh, still reeling from that ugly Bears loss last week, but uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I know. You know, Clay, it's funny you you mentioned it and you, you kind of put it in that way because I felt like there were a ton of games where, you know, I was okay with the loss. You know, you saw those. And I hadn't really reached a point of frustration but then I felt like I was mirroring the emotions and the feelings of the actual Chicago Bears players themselves on Sunday after that game. 
No, absolutely. And some of the weeks past, you could take some positive things from the game. You know, like if you, if you look back to Buffalo, they stuck with them for the whole first half. Philadelphia, I mean, only lost by five points. This was the best team in the league. Green Bay played them tough. Should have won the game. Jets was a different story. Falcons barely lost. Lions the first game. I mean, you can go back all the way until that New England Patriot game and take some positives away from these wins. But after this game against the Lions, the offensive line, the defensive line, the offense, the defense, the receivers, QB1, there was nothing that I could really grasp onto and say, hey, well, at least they did this. They showed me this. There wasn't much of that. There was no nothing I could optimistically look at, unfortunately. So it really left, uh, left a, a bad taste in my mouth. And then, you know, obviously the frustration boiled over, you know, with a guy like Chase Claypool. But you loved hearing what Justin Fields kind of said to him and about him, you know, afterwards. What, what did you think yeah. of, of Fields and his leadership abilities in trying to calm down Chase in, in this frustration? Oh, man, that's, that's not a typical 23-year-old right there. Right? To, to just show the maturity and to be able to, to be able to say those things and calm down the situation, really talk to Chase and, and do that. It just shows that, that he's a leader, and he can be a guy that, that not only can go out there and make some, some great runs and, and be a quarterback on the field, he can be one off the field too, and to, and to be a guy that's only 23 years old. I think a lot of people forget that when, when they're critiquing this guy. And to be able to do things like that, it really shows you that, you know, I think Chicago got the right guy. Clay, you, you obviously, you know, played in the in the league a lot. Has there had there ever been a situation for you where, you know, there was a, an an exterior blow up or, you know, where you were frustrated and, you know, you didn't keep it in, you, you allowed it to come out, or 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 a situation where you yourself had to maybe talk to a, a teammate that was in the same room as you, you know, where you had a better relationship and you had to calm him down. I've been a part of those situations. I remember my rookie year, I, I never really got along with my tight end coach, and the guy was pretty disrespectful, and I had some veteran guys that always, you know, come and keep your head up. Because if you let some of these guys get you down, they're hardcore. I mean, this is their livelihood. They take this stuff serious. If you mess up, you miss an assignment, they can really get you down in some situation. So I had a bunch of good veteran guys, Brent Selleck, Donald Lee, you know, old tight ends that could really – step in and, you know, pick a young guy up. And I've seen it happen before. I mean, there was stuff in Philly behind closed doors with Deshaun Jackson. Nobody knew about it. I mean, there were several blow-ups there. And, you know, back in the, you know, 2012, 2011 seasons, you know, we kept all that stuff in-house. But there was a lot of blow-ups there, and it just took guys like Michael Vick stepping up and calming the situation, getting the team together, coach like Andy Reid squashing it off the bat. But if you have a quarterback that can do, do something like that and really – stop a situation before you even get started. I mean, that's great. That's going to pay dividends down the road for this team. That's great. And then, so 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 talk to me about the bounce back, right, after that, right? Because you would think, I mean, as a casual fan that I am, I, I, I look at a situation like that and I'm like, dude, how do you guys, you know, have a blow up like that and then just go ahead and play the next week like nothing happened? Like, how, how do you bounce back? How do you get everyone back on the same page other than Justin just saying like, hey, we can't do that on the sideline. There's better ways to express your frustration. Well, it's the thing. You leave it on the sidelines. You leave it on the, you know, in the locker room. And I've had guys that couldn't stand each other, played next to each other on the offensive line, couldn't stand each other, didn't fight on the field, couldn't couldn't talk to each other. They get between those lines and step on their field, and they play better than anyone. It's all about your on-the-field chemistry. You just got to learn how to keep that stuff in the locker room, keep that stuff on the sidelines. When you're on the field, that is a sacred ground. 
You guys come together. You're a team. I don't care what you feel about this guy out, off the field. You're playing for your livelihood. You're playing for your team. You're playing for your own future. You put that stuff to the side. You go out there and you play the game. That's what people do in the NFL. You don't have to like them. You don't have to like each other. You have to be able to have some chemistry when you're on the field and develop that rapport. That's what matters is wins. We're talking to Clay Harbor here on 670. The score, I'm Gabe Ramirez. You talk about, you know, obviously, you know, putting your differences aside and having the ability to play at a high level when you're between the lines. And I look at, I look at Justin Fields and I look at Chase Claypool and it's like, I'm, I'm hoping that they can get it together, right? Like, I, I want them. But then I look at, at Justin and he, he hasn't necessarily, like, we haven't seen him be the quarterback that targets a guy 10, 12 times a game. He's like, this is my dude. This is who I'm throwing the ball to. Do you think he's capable of creating that rapport, not only with, with, with Chase Claypool, but just anyone for that matter? Or is he the guy that's just going to operate an offense and, and throw it to whoever he feels is, is open, you know, despite and not play favoritism towards a guy? I don't think he has the ability. I, I don't think he's really shown it yet, but that's the thing. You know, look at the weapons around him. Is it the, is it the lack of weapons or is it him? I think right now you can't fairly judge the guy because he doesn't have the weapons that you need to be successful. Obviously, Mooney can play. Komet's okay. I mean, besides that, having that much around him. That's why I thought bringing Claypool in was okay. Obviously, he's only got 100 yards and 12 catches so far in six games. That's not what you want to see. That's not what you want to see from a guy you gave up the 33rd pick in the NFL draft for. But uh, the offensive line has been shaky you know, so it's like you can't blame Fields for that. I say, Last game against the Lions, you saw a regression. Watching the tape, yeah. he got rattled early. I mean, it's hard to blame this offensive line, let some things go. You got two big linemen, get hurt early, and you're going with some guy I've never even heard of. And I watch the Bears every week. Peter <laughs> Ellison, I don't even know who this guy is yeah. from Yale. Yeah. And this guy's just getting bowled over. So it's hard to blame him. He hasn't shown that he can be that guy that can win the game passing yet, but you haven't really – Get put him in the best situation. So this next year, it's going to be a similar, similar year like it was for Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. They came into this season and said, hey, this year, can this guy win? Can he get us the playoffs team win? Guess what? Jalen Hurts showed he could throw the football. Saying the same things. Now you got all this money to spend. you go put some pieces around the field. You tell them the same thing. This is your year. You prove it. You show us you can win the game, throw in the football. Obviously, your explosive running ability. And then guess what? You're our guy. But if you don't do that, we're going to keep looking. Fair enough, and I think that's fair. We're talking to Clay Harbor here on 670 The Score. All right, so you talk about Justin Fields and obviously with the O-line and maybe not the talent at the receiver position that, you know, it's hard to judge. But what what can what should we be allowed to judge Justin Fields on? Well, that, that's the thing right now. It's, uh, it's tough, and, I mean, it's a bottom-line game. Can, can you win and can you produce? And he's not producing pass on the football. I mean, we've already talked about it, and – People love the guy. Love I think he. I think he is the guy. I hope he's the guy. You know, Chicago needs that guy. And obviously, we've seen him change the game with his legs. That's not a question. The question is, can this guy be successful throwing the ball as a quarterback in the National Football League? That's the only question we need answered. We didn't get it answered yet this year. That still remains to be seen. I'm sorry, it does. We don't know that yet. So we know that he can be a playmaker. He can put some points on the, on the scoreboard. The, the way Getsy kind of molded this offense to him can be successful. Lamar Jackson-type quarterback. But can he throw the ball in the tough situations, in the two-minute drill, at the end of the game? 
obviously, you watch the games, you see you have a fumble here. You know, Amir Smith-Marset against this team. You got um, – then, then you have a drop here. You have Equinemi St. Brown letting one go through his hands. I mean, Pettis missing away, Pringle. So, you got all these plays. They're not really his fault, but he has to rebound from those and make the plays. I mean, he's a quarterback. So, I think he's shown – some positive things, but it still remains to be seen if he can win the game throwing the football. Yeah, that's the toughest part, right? Because you're watching these games. You know, one of my most frustrating moments for Justin Fields over the last couple of weeks came in the Green Bay game, or was it Green? Yeah, it was Green Bay, where in the last drive, so he he, Bears were down by a score, and he came down and threw that interception, Right. And I kind of was like, okay, maybe the the mental was too tough for him in that moment. And, you know, he was just thinking too much. It felt like he had to score. The pressure was on him. And, you know, I really didn't care. It's like, whatever, Bears get the loss, you know, better draft pick kind of a situation. But then the very next drive, after Green Bay had scored there, the Green Bay was up by nine points at that that moment. It's a two-score game. And then I felt, okay, Justin's getting the ball back. At least he can get, you know, you know, sometimes they say, you know, you need to see the ball go through the bucket before, you know, a couple before you can start hitting some threes or whatever. And that's what I felt that moment yeah. was for, for Justin Fields. Like he's like, All right, I got a fourth quarter drive. I'm down by nine. I got no pressure on me. And then he goes and throws an interception yeah. again. Yeah. Like that was a frustrating moment for me right there. It was, it was tough. It was tough too. But to your point yeah. though, Clay, a second ago, you know, when he's throwing it to guys like Pettis and, and with what I was saying earlier, like, is he going to then target what? Dante Pettis 10 times like I don't even he does he's not gonna feel comfortable doing that right that's not what he wants so then it leads me to the question about the coaching because I wonder why isn't there an effort like you you, they created this offense after the New England bye week and such they created this offense to have it be more run heavy have it focus on what Justin does well I I, I guess I'm confused as to why there wasn't an effort to create more passing plays that are you know just quick a lot of slants, a lot of, you know, get the ball out quickly like Tom Brady. Two seconds. Drop back, get yeah. rid of the ball. Why, why, do, why do you feel like those aren't being implemented or in the game plan? I, you know, I think they tried those early in the year, and they found out that that's not field strength. Okay. He's not that guy. He's not that guy that can see it and throw it that quick right now. He can improve on that, but he holds the ball longer than any quarterback in the league. I think he can get better, but they did a good job after that pseudo-bye week when they had the Thursday night football game and then they played against a Monday night football of using plays that Fields can do, using his running ability, doing the more play action, the RPOs, getting them on the move, you know, faking a quarterback run and throwing a pass and, and using things that way. And to go back to your, your, you know, your comment about the Green Bay game, that first route from Equinemia St. Brown where he threw that first pick, I don't put that on him. That was just a terrible – he started breaking down and took him seven yards to break. That second pick was completely on him. And I was in the same, like, come on, man. I, that first pick wasn't your fault. You come back and you throw another one. But he's not that guy to throw the, the three-step drop out, the five and out. That's not him. He's a guy that can create plays on the back end. But the thing we need to see is can he turn into that guy that can be successful when he needs to do it, two-minute drill, end-of-the-game stuff. Yeah, he can move the ball, run the ball. Same way they're saying about Jalen Hurts. Guess what they did for Jalen Hurts? They got him a number one receiver. Yeah. They got him A.J. Brown. You see the season A.J. Brown has? Hurts knows he can go to A.J. Brown whenever he needs to. And he's got Devontae Smith. He's got Dallas Goddard in the middle. He's got a great offensive line. Okay, you put those things around Justin Fields, I think you can start to change, you know, this mentality that he can't do that. Now when he knows, I'm just going three, and, and A.J.'s got one-on-one, I'm just going straight to A.J. That's what you need. You need to get him a, a big-time number one receiver. 
You're absolutely right. We're talking to Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL veteran, as well as co-host of the Bare Minimum podcast right here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. It's 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 crazy because when you're thinking about Jalen Hurts, it's like no one on the Bears' offense would probably start on their team. On their team, like yeah. wouldn't even be like a third or fourth receiver. Like it's tough. So that's yeah, that's what you're dealing with if you're Justin Fields. But again, we talked about coaching. So Clay, I want to ask you, you know, what did you mm-hmm. think of the job of the coaching staff this year? Not just Eberflus, but I'm talking about Getsy. I'm talking about Allen Williams, the special team coordinator. What did you think of the coaching staff and the job they've done so far this year? You know, it's it's another it's another deal like uh, like with Fields. Like I say, it's tough to judge him because he's got much to work with. It's tough to judge the coaches because they don't got much to work with either. You know, <laughs> Allen Williams, that D line, I don't think any of them are coming back. I mean, you might keep Travis Gibson, you know, in the rotation, maybe Dominic Robinson, but Muhammad's gone, Blackson gone, maybe Justin Jones can be in rotation, but there's Mike Pennell Jr. gone. I mean, there's not many of these guys that they're keeping around. You got young defensive backs, two rookies back there. Kyler Gordon's improving, but he can't cover man-to-man right now, so you can't really call man-to-man with him out there. Linebacking core, he just traded away Roquan Smith, traded away Robert Quinn. So Allen Williams, he gets a pass. Let's, bring, let's give him some players and see what he can do. He did it. Obviously, they had the worst defense in the league. It's kind of tough to blame him when he has no players out there, okay? Luke Getzey, he did some nice things. This last week, I wasn't impressed. The last two weeks, I wasn't impressed with his, with his offensive play calling. They were actually, it was actually pretty terrible, in my opinion. And uh, obviously, he hasn't got much to work with either. He's got a rookie left tackle, you know, offensive line. You know, you're working guys in and out there. You don't got your receivers are hurt. You know, you move, you switch this offense around and give Fields, you know, more of an offense that he can run to a high level. And you actually do some decent things in the offense after the second half of the season. So, Luke Getzey, I give him a passing grade. Eberflus, he ran a good camp. He didn't have much to work with. Obviously, you have the worst, the longest losing streak in Bears history. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. The jury's out. You didn't give him much to work with. But I think that I'll give Eberflus and Getzey a passing grade for sure. Allen Williams, worst defense in the league. It's tough to give him a passing grade, but you didn't have nothing to work with. So, I think their, their grade is actually incomplete. We're going to wait and see next year when Poles gives these guys some players before we give them an F. I hear you. Hopefully he does give them some players. I can't wait to see what happens there. All right, so one last game before the season's over. And as Bears fans, I mean, what should we be expecting from this team on Sundays? Do you think there's going to be like some sort of bounce back where guys are playing a little bit better, a little bit more effort? Or do you think we're going to see more of the same uh, that we saw versus the Lions? Man, I, I want to see more effort. I want to see him go on a bang. But I know on a team like you that, sound, Clay, Clay, you sound as sad as I do right now. Man. It's yeah. just like, oh, man. Because I know how a team – I've played with the Jacksonville Jaguars when we won four games in a year. I know how you feel that last game of the year. You're thinking, baby, just get me out of here healthy. I'm trying to get this offseason healthy. I'm not trying to go through no surgery, no rehab. I'm going to go home, I'm going to recover, and I'm going to come back next year. Yeah, yeah you want you know, you know, want to win, but realistically, you're, you're playing for nothing. You're playing for pride at this point. You want to get out of there healthy, got a bunch of injuries, everybody's banged up, you've won three games, you honestly don't even want to win because you want that draft pick. <laughs> so overall, I mean, that's a tough deal. I've been there, but you know you got to play for pride, you got to play for yourself, everything's on film, you're always being judged, but you know, I, don't, I don't see any miraculous turnaround against the Vikings. I don't think the Vikings, they might be sitting some guys too because 
you know, they're already uh, clinched. So it could be an ugly one to watch. All right. Well, that, uh, the unfortunate thing, Clay, is I'm going to watch it regardless. I'm a sick individual. Yeah, still, yeah it's like I'm going to be there. I'm going to watch it twice because I want to see where what I missed. It's, yeah. a, it's a sick place to be, but you know what? Here we are. Clay. I'll need a couple Bud Lights to get through this one. Miller Lights. Miller Lights. Miller Lights. Miller Lights. Don't forget, Miller Light Top Draft Show Thursday, 7 to 10. Me and Mark Grant. Okay, man, man. Yeah, well, come on, Clay. How'd you get that one? Miller Lights. You were on our Top Draft Show with me and Aaron before. Man, what an L. I took an L like the Bears right there. Of course I'm drinking Miller Lights. Well, hopefully not two in a row. All right. All right, Clay, man, have a good one. Thanks for jumping on with me tonight. I appreciate you, fam. My pleasure anytime, bro. Always. Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL veteran and, of course, co-host of the Bare Minimum podcast. You got to check that out. They got some good stuff on there. They do a really good job of uh, switching up the content um, over there with my guy, uh, my guy as well. So make sure you guys check them out. Marshall Harris and Clay Haber on that one. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 the score. Woo! You need, like, some other therapy sessions to get rid of. Like when you talk about the Bears, one thing to watch the game is one thing to have to like rehash everything that happened. And then when you really take take like a look at where the Bears are at, it can be frustrating. I mean, even Hub was on earlier today, Hub Arkish, and was like, there's no guarantee the Bears have the quarterback of the future. And it's that's like a bad word because we we all we've already went through a season of just accepting the fact that he is the quarterback of the future. But then, you know. You see certain things, seven for 21, can't get the job done in two minutes, can't you know target a guy, can't make the quick reads like Clay Harbour said. I mean, that's those are traits that you really do want. But he's only in year two. Got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Got to allow him to have an offseason. We've seen quarterbacks like this. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't hit it until their year three, year four. Hey, look, go, I'll, I'll tell you this. Here, here's what you could do during the commercial break. If you have a free hand, go look up Jalen Hurts' career or his stats for the last three years. And just look at how they've gotten exponentially better year after year. That's all I want to say. And then, not saying that, that Justin Fields is going to do that. Just know that the, the blueprint is out there. And that's what's, ha- that's what's happening there. All right. Got one more second. We've had a serious show so far for three hours. I think it's time to lighten things up. What do you think, Tyler? Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun, guys. All right. I call it Twitter time. It is an excuse for me to go on Twitter and find things that you guys should be laughing at. Not only just sports but pop culture as well. What did you miss in the Twitter sphere? And what is Elon up to now? We'll find out on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, what do you know? I got an admirer. 
You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. All those idiots on Twitter. It's Twitter time with Gabe Ramirez. I only know, want to know one thing. Can you cuss on Twitter? I give a rat's ass about Twitter. To be brutally honest, I'm not a Twitter guy. Let's scroll through some tweets. Chirp, chirp. The only thing I want to know is can you cuss? I like that. Of course, Hawk. That's one of my favorite ones. Hawk is awesome right there. It's Gabe Ramirez. Got about nine minutes left in the show. So we get an opportunity to take a, a, a nice little cruise. Get in your old school caddy. And hang around Twitter. I get to tell you some tweets, some that are funny, some that are serious, uh, but nonetheless entertaining. All right, here's your first one. This is from Ryan Taylor from NBC Sports Chicago. He's quoting Rick Hahn on Andrew Benatendi, and it says, His profile, both offensively and defensively, we thought were great compliments to what we had and what we projected to break the season come opening day. Rick Hahn on the benefits of Andrew Benatendi. Go Glover, All-Star. I mean, Sox needed some help in the outfield. Yeah, they did. I mean, if you're getting rid of Jose Abreu, it's because you're the intention is to bring one of your outfielders into the dugout to be the DH. You have that in Andrew Vaughn. You have that in Eloy Jimenez. So you need a top-tier outfielder, corner outfielder, to take that place. That's what you got in Andrew Benatendi. I think he's actually going to be really good. I think he's going to be a great addition to this White Sox team. I think that's what you guys needed. See how he said that's what you guys? Because he's not the with The White Sox he's needed. Not, he's not with me. But you see how me, I'm trying to own it. And I don't know. I should really not say like you guys because I do produce our podcast. <laughs> Facts. Tyler Butabaugh. Make sure you check out our Southsiders podcast on the Odyssey app. Chirp, chirp. Uh, this from Main Team Sports on Twitter. It said, Devin Booker and the rest of the team are not fans of DeAndre Ayton. And in the video is Aiden shooting free throws. He bricks it, and then it cuts to the to the bench, and then you see Devin Booker and looks at his, like his teammates, and they just roll their eyes after the miss. Really? Now, Sam Smith had him on the show last week, and he talked about a vooch for DeAndre Aiden trade. Were you producing the show that day? No, that was Sears, but okay. I think I, I remember him playing it over. So it was vooch for, for DeAndre Aiden. And I, I really like that. Tr- I love Vooch. And I really want him to be a Chicago Bull for a long time. I think he's so good around the rim. Helps us on, on the glass a lot. But I do feel like that might be a better situation for both guys. Vooch would be better on the Phoenix Suns being the stretch four or five in that situation. A guy that can score for them. Doesn't need to play a ton of defense. And then DeAndre Ayton. You know, a guy that is not going to take shots away from DeMar or Zach Levine, but can still be a presence in the paint, get you some rebounds. I don't know. I, I just like the pick. And former I've n- liked number that. one. I've, I've heard about that trade, yeah. and I like it, and I like that I a lot. Like we'll see what ends up happening. Chirp, uh, chirp. This one from December 28th, the number eight on Twitter. He was replying to a tweet that said, Prime Little Wayne or Prime Little Baby? It's a tough one. Lil Wayne. Without question. And I love Lil Baby. I watched a documentary I like him. on Amazon Prime. Because Lil Baby came out of nowhere. But then when you when you watch the, the documentary, you're like, oh, damn, no, he really did come out of nowhere. And you saw him get, or you watched him get better in real time as a rapper. And now he's killing. I, I love listening to Lil Baby. But Lil Wayne, one of my top five rappers of all, like ever. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, oh, he's got classics on classics. I mean, come on. 
Little Wayne forgot more bars than most people have. So I, I would say I would say Little Wayne. He but twenty uh, December twenty eighth tweeted out Wayne has more great songs on one project than Little Baby does in his whole dis- discography, which is actually, I mean, but he's been doing it for way longer. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, that's we got to give him credit. Apples, apples, apples. But in their prime, I think I think he, we're still looking at Little Baby's prime. Right now, he's in it. He's the best. He's in it right now. He's yeah, like literally, like top two hot rappers that are out right now. It's Baby and Drake, and those are your two right there. Anyway, a little hip hop on six seven. Sure, sure. Right there. Uh, this from Charlie Romulatis from he's a, he's the uh, Blackhawks insider. He said Seth Jones scores, and it's Chicago's first power play goal from a defenseman in one hundred twenty four games. Now I'm no mathematician, but that's longer than a season. That's a big number. That's. <laughs> That's a very big number. That's more than one whole season. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Seth Jones. Blackhawks tied up at one right now. Um, so, make sure you guys uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, let's see. Where else do I want to go? Uh, Blackhawks and Lightning, by the way. Um, all right, Seth Jones. All right, let's get another one out here. Sure, got a couple sure. more minutes. This from PDC Darts. Do you play darts, Tyler? Not often. Okay. I mean, sometimes if I go to a friend's house and they have a dartboard, I will. What's your favorite like? Like, what's the game you like to compete compete in? What's something you like to compete in? Uh, like, like that you feel like you're really good at? Like, I'm good at. I'm pretty decent at beer pong. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm, I like beer pong. Yeah. Or have you ever played Boom Cup? Boom Cup? Yeah, that's it's a it's a. I'm older than you, so I, mean, I haven't gone to these college. It's parties a it's lately. a crazy game that's basically meant to get people really drunk. Can't wait. It's fun. We'll play. Can't wait to play. I'll bring a table and a bunch of cups here. Boom in the cup. studio. All right. Well, this is from PDC Darts. It's official PDC on Twitter. And it says, Michael Smith is the champion of the world. The man who was born to be world champion fulfills his destiny as Michael Smith defeats Michael Van Gerwen 7-4 to claim the biggest prize in darts and become the world number one. Dare to dream. Now, it's always funny because, you know, when you're at a bar and you're shooting darts, like whatever, then when you watch professionals and you see them just throw the dart wherever they want. It's really sickening. Just like watching bags on ESPN and you see them just make it in every single time they throw the ball. You're just like, or the, what do they call it? Bag? Wow, a bag, that was yeah. bad. No, that was bad. <laughs> that was so bad. Let's just go to the next one. Sure. sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, this from Rolling Loud. It says, Buzz or Woody? Simply put, obviously talking about the Toy Story franchise. My daughter, there was a, she's only two and a half. There was one point like, I don't know, six months ago, where all we did for like two weeks was watch Toy Story one, two, three, four, rotate one, two, three. It was bad. And did you see the new Lightyear movie? And we had to watch the buzz. Listen, my daughter's all in. Good. That's so we love. watched Light Lightyear movie. Those are classics. It's, it's these. So Buzz or Woody? Ah, <sighs> come on. I might have to say Woody. Of course, I would have to say Woody. Buzz is cool. He is cool. But Tom Hanks, you just can't. That's the thing. It's Tom Hanks. You can't, can't count on Tom Hanks. He's, a, he's amazing. All right. You make your own choices. Sure, sure. All right. How many more of these I got? Two more. All right. This from Elon Musk, the guy who runs Twitter. He tweeted out 49 minutes ago, 12 months ago, I was person of the year. <laughs> I think that's so funny because, like, there's so many people that like hate him right now because of what he's done to Twitter and stuff. <laughs> and he tweeted out four mo- 12 months ago I was person of the year. To which Dylan F. McKinnon responded, So were Hitler, Stalin, Kissinger, and Putin. It's not exactly an honor. 
Not saying Musk is as bad as those mass murderers, just pointing out that being Time's person of the year just means you were in the news, not that you accomplished anything good for humanity. Bro, talk about a, a little spoonful of reality right there for Elon yeah. Musk. I love it, though. Hey, but that's what Twitter time is about. Sure, All right, sure. last one. This from King Shark Sports on Twitter. Zion Williamson out at least three weeks with a hamstring strain. It's tough, man. Somebody put out. You hate to see it. Zion is basically Tua. Not necessarily, but. No, I wouldn't say that. All right. Wrap it up. Lower the music. Chirp, uh, chirp. Been out of here for a while. I've been up. Not as long as Dan Bernstein. I'm telling you, man, you want to talk about, I mean, I didn't get a chance to tell him this just because I felt like it'd be baby fangirling. But you're like, dude, that's pretty badass that you were on for eight hours today. That is And impressive. then you're at, you're at that point in your career, but you still work as if you're starting off. And that's why a lot of people were like, yo, Gabe, they got you working all these hours. Yeah, that's what you do. You have to outgrind everyone. It's all about the grind, baby. Literally, the grind never stops. When they say that, they don't mean, like, you're just grinding on different levels. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes... You just have to remind yourself that you have to outgrind everyone around you. It's very easy to outgrind the people around you. You want to know how you do that? You just show up. Show Dan, up and do your job. Dan Bernstein did it. I did it today. Tomorrow, you might hear me during the day. But if you don't, I'll be back on your airwaves 6 to 7 o'clock. Also, I'll be on the Odyssey app doing a national show for them as well. So make sure you download the Odyssey app so you can check me out tomorrow. All right. A big thank you to my guest today, Patrick Finley. From the Chicago Sun-Times, got to thank Cody Westerlin, our Bulls insider here at 670 to score for hanging out with me. And, of course, Clay Harbor uh, for filling in and giving us some Bears insight as well. Got to thank our, my producer, Tyler Buterball, doing a fantastic job today. Can't wait to play beer pong with you, brother. Oh, we're definitely playing beer pong. Got it. And uh, I will see you guys, man. Have a great night. Uh, mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima means until next time. I am Gabe Ramirez, and this it's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 